Hello and welcome to the podcast. I hope all of you are doing well. My name is Derek Kanijo and today I'm going to be talking about a topic that isn't talked about enough. That is how to detect frauds. A good way to start is to read a lot of business horror stories. Very soon some patterns will start to emerge. And what's interesting is that you generally find frauds in things that appeal to people. The promise of groundbreaking technology companies with charismatic leaders and industries that are hot also if you haven't already seen the netflix show bad boy billionaires you should definitely watch it so far there are only 3 episodes episode 1 is on vijay malya episode 2 is on nirav modi and episode 3 is on subratha roy anyway i really like learning from real world case studies So in that spirit today I want to talk about three companies that turned out to be frauds and whether we could have seen it coming. First up is Theranos. The company was founded by Elizabeth Holmes in 2003. She dropped out of Stanford at age 19 to start the company. Her vision for the company was very captivating. She would design a machine that could run a bunch of medical tests of a single drop of blood pricked from the tip of a finger. Her idol was Steve Jobs and she even wore a black Jobsian turtleneck to look more like him. She even referred to the Theranos system as the iPod of healthcare. The only problem was that the technology did not work and there really wasn't a business at all. By the way, any time somebody makes a claim like that, you know, with the Amazon of whatever, you better watch out. It seems almost a law of nature that success will be copied. sometimes in a disgraceful way okay back to tyrannus so what were the warning signs uh one there was t- turnover in the cfo position the president and coo of the company sunny balwani who was quite a character had no background in medicine in fact nobody on the tyrannus board had basic knowledge of blood science as things started falling apart the lies and deception got worse and worse It's strange but companies in decline tend to do crazy things. Bob Dylan once sang, "When you've got nothing, you've got nothing to lose." Overall investors lost 1 billion dollars in Theranos. It is obviously wrong to mislead your investors. But it is a whole different thing to lie to patients and physicians who are going to rely on your diagnosis. If if you want a deeper understanding of what happened at the company, read the book Bad Blood. It's by John Carey, you who is an investigative reporter. It's fantastic. Trust me, once you start this book, you won't want to put it down. Our second example is Enron. Most of you have or have probably heard of Enron. It was an energy company, but nobody really knew what it did. So in that sense, it was kind of a black box. The company collapsed because of accounting fraud. The first question I ask when I look at a business is how does this company make money? And if I can't explain it to my mom or sister in a way that they can understand it, then it means I should take a pass. Richard Fri- Richard Feynman, who was a brilliant physicist and teacher, said, "The first principle is that you should not fool yourself. And remember, you are the easiest person to fool." Okay. So so here is one warning sign that something weird was going on inside inside Enron. Between 1995 and 2000, sales increased from 9 billion dollars to 100 billion dollars. So sales went up 10x in 5 years. And there were no large acquisitions along the way. 
By the way, it took the mighty Amazon 10 years to do that. What was even more baffling was that while sales went up 10x, profits barely doubled. And we know that businesses generally grow their profits at similar rates to their sales. So that was a red flag. In 2001, Enron eventually filed for bankruptcy with assets of about $65 billion. At the end of the day, there really is no substitute for doing your homework. To learn more about Enron, check out the book The Smartest Guys in the Room by Bethany McLean. She's a gifted, she's a very gifted storyteller. A final and third example for today is Luckin Coffee. This one is more recent. Luckin Coffee is a Chinese coffee company. People said it was the Starbucks of China, and for a while it was. The company got listed on the NASDAQ. It was growing very fast, but today it is in bankruptcy. So what happened? Apparently the company created fake sales. So even in a, bis- so even in a simple business like selling coffee, you still have to be careful. I think the lesson here is to understand the incentives behind the listing. You know, why did a Chinese company list in the US? Isn't it easier for a Chinese company to list in China? Now, Chinese tech companies such as Alibaba and Tencent are also listed in the US. But what's interesting is that they have variable interest entity structures, which really is not direct equity ownership. While it is highly unlikely that the Chinese government would do anything to seize these assets, it is still a risk. In general, I think China and India are harder geographies to invest in. I think you have to be I think you have to be on the ground. A better way to get some exposure to these countries would be to maybe find international companies such as Starbucks and Nestle that do a lot of business there. I think that's probably a safer way. I want to end with another quote because I love quotes. Uh, King Solomon said, what has been will be again. What has been done will be will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. And I think this is especially true in finance. That is all for today. Thank you all so much for tuning in.